This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. Jimmy out with Dave Koken talking some MLB on Sports Better's Paradise. Uh, yes, indeed. Tell your friends uh, to subscribe to the Bet Rivers Network YouTube channel. You can set up an alert, and man, right when we drop it uh, early afternoon uh, East Coast time, uh, you will alert, and man, 20 minutes, and you get uh, analysis, picks. And so forth. Last night, very good night. Uh, way to start off uh, after the 4th of July. Uh, Miami boy, Sandy Alcantara, was fantastic. Oh. Again, pulled him in the 8th. What was his pitch count, Dave? Do you remember when they uh, pulled him? Yeah, it was It was getting up there. Uh, and I don't blame him Mattingly. They, they don't want to, you know, you don't want to take any chances on burning this guy out. Uh, but he was brilliant again last night. Uh, got a little help from the umpire. Sort of Noah Syndergaard. Got to mention that for a moment, by the way. Uh-huh. Lance, Lance Barrett behind the plate last night was absolutely terrible. Terrible. Uh, 15 missed calls. That's a lot. And there's a, there's a uh, Twitter uh, handle. It's ump, at ump scorecards. At ump scorecards. They do a breakdown of every single game. Uh, the balls and strikes. And it's free, by the way. It, it's it's not one of those sites you have to – there's no paywall or anything. I think it's run by college students who love the game of baseball. And uh, it's fascinating because you get to see who had good nights, who had bad nights behind the plate. And Lance Barrett kind of ran away with the worst umpire on the planet last night. Um, 89% correct calls. That's not very good. No. Okay? I mean, it'd be, I, I'd love to hit 89% on my picks, but uh, – uh, 89%, that's a lot of missed calls. And he kind of ran away with the worst umpire of the night honors last night. So, Al- Yeah, Alcantara was at 107 at the end of eight. So the, the, the messed up part about it is, and I could, uh, you know, Max and I were, were doing a radio show and we're looking at him like, oh, no, this thing is, the base is loaded, one out. You don't yep. add any insurance runs, up to nothing. And here comes the bullpen, hit batsman, walk, walk. I mean, it's... Whew, you had two low flares oh. uh, to center field because your first five guy normally with Alcantara, you right. like to go the distance. Yeah, and uh, and I was sweating bullets in the ninth inning. Man, I hate bullpens. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of bad bullpens, uh, how about the Phillies, though? Nice pick on the Phillies. They roll over Washington, never in doubt. You get the combo, uh, money line and minus one and a half, so basically a minus one. And uh, they're scoring eight runs a game over their last five, including two of those five games, double-digit runs. So kind of 
Short term, you can see when you have an injury, yeah. some you can, can rally the troops a little bit. Uh, but the, um, the the lineup is really responding, especially Schwarber, who's on fire right oh, now. Oh, man. Yeah, he's two more homers last night. Uh, I was surprised, actually. He struck out with the bases loaded later in the game, but by that time it really didn't matter. Well, he's having a good year. Uh, and uh, we'll see him at the All-Star game. Uh, I don't think there's much question about that. And the Nationals continue to lose games. They've lost six in a row now. And their, their numbers against lefties on the road offensively are just horrible. And they were again last night. How about their last 17 division games? One in 16. How about that? Um, you know, you're not a volume guy. But no. this is where you pay attention to the analysis and Dave's opinions a little bit. He did express an opinion on over White Sox, Minnesota. That hit. He did express an opinion on uh, the Cubs. Uh, that was one of the 10 underdogs of the 15 games that hit. Uh, yesterday, I split out in my two. Uh, Pavetta uh, just it won nine of ten, and uh, we lost Otani. And boy, four in the first inning, uh, he was uh, he was down, and it was a close game until uh, the bullpen for Boston gave up. And Baltimore does it again. Wow, that's uh, the Orioles on another winning streak. Now they've won three in a row, and you wonder where they'd be if they were in another division. I mean, you know, they're, they're, unfortunately, they're in the best division in baseball by a pretty good margin, and uh, uh, that hurts them, but they're, they're competing. And they did it last night with a couple of guys out of the lineup. Montcastle uh, had a sinus infection, I believe. He should be back tonight, and I think Hayes missed last night's game. Uh, no reason given, I guess, it was just a day off. Uh, but they're, they're finding ways to get it done in a wild game last night with Texas. We'll talk more yeah. about that rematch coming up tonight because it's actually the only game I really like on tonight's schedule. I only bet one game today, and it happens to be that one, so we'll definitely talk about it. Okay, and another theme is after the dogs go 10-5, and five, and I mean some big dogs in there as well, struggling yeah. teams that are favored, and like Cleveland, who's lost three in a row, five of six, minus 185 uh, on a row. Toronto has lost five in a row, minus mm. 190. Uh, Texas... That's basically a pick, minus 110. They lost 5 of 6. We'll talk about that game later. And San Francisco, uh, 6 in a row and 10 of 12. They're favored on the road again at minus yeah. 135. 3 and 12 in their last 15. Uh, it's not going well for the Giants. The magic of 2021 has given way to some reality in 2022. I mean, they were the biggest surprise in baseball last year. Uh, I don't – I'm sorry, but nobody picked them to win 170 games uh, or whatever it was. And unfortunately, they're struggling right now. And uh, last night, bullpen didn't get it done late. Arizona comes back, hits a big three-run homer, and uh, gets the win. All right, how about the Philadelphia Phillies? How about Aaron Nola? How about uh, the run that he is on right now? Um, how about this? Uh, what's um, uh, 62 strikeouts to five? Walks run that he's on right now? I mean, keep in mind, um, he... You know, he's uh, he had an 11-1 lead uh, in that game last week where he gave up a few runs, so he's yeah. just kind of pitching to contact after he got that big lead. Uh, D.D. Gregorius forgot how many outs there was. That's where one of the, uh, one of the runs came from uh, as well. Against the previously mentioned struggling Washington Nationals, this line is high, 235 and 8. First five, which I've been going on, NOLA is minus 250. That's extremely high. Yeah, it's it's. No, I'm just not comfortable with, with betting favorites of, of that magnitude. But they're, they're the only side I consider. I, now, that said, Josiah Gray 
Had a rough time last time out, but he's been pretty good mm-hmm. lately. His previous five starts, he'd been solid. And uh, he might be able to contain the Phillies tonight. So, I, I, you know, I could see a case being made if you want to take a shot on the first five under. If you get a decent game out of Gray, you would expect a good game out of Nola. Runs might be tough to come by early on. Um, in three and four starts back for Josiah Gray, were shutout games. Yeah. Did not give up, did not allow a run. So uh, he he was hammered by Miami last time out. Uh, but uh, besides that, and, and you wonder just what is your thoughts about Philly sustaining this uh, the hot bats or kind of finally gonna gonna catch up with them having that hole in their lineup no, without I, Bryce Harper. I think that you know, and Harper he'll be back in a month. Uh, so try and maintain in the meantime. Uh, it's a good lineup, and. I don't see why they're going to drop off. I mean, they're not going to go out and put up double digits every night, but this is a decent offensive team. And if their bullpen holds up, I think they have, what, four or five games over 500 right now. They've got a chance to make, you know, with an extra wild card in there this year. They're de- to me, they're definitely contenders. 43 and 38, without a yeah. doubt. Uh, and, and Nola, uh, who had his worst year last year and was inconsistent, he is very, very talented. Yeah. And I mean, he is—he's uh, kind of hitting his stride again. So uh, that's good for the uh, the LSU boy right there. Yankees in Severino against Pittsburgh. How about the Pirates? Pirates wow. are seven and one against the Dodgers and Yankees. And so Severino, pretty solid most of the season. Two thirty and eight and a half at PNC. Um, Keller, rough start, then six straight really solid starts. Now the last two have been a little rough for him. Yeah. I think Mitch Keller might be a good bullpen guy. Uh, I think if he trims his arsenal down to maybe two pitches and really focuses on them, that could be his niche. I just don't think he's going to make it as a starting pitcher. Uh, He just hasn't shown the ability to consistently get guys out. And I I don't think that's going to change. So he's going to have the occasional good outing. But there's more bad than good with him as a starter. I think down the road you'll see him in the bullpen. Uh, but for oh. now he's starting, and uh, I would think the Yankees have a good chance to get to him tonight. A lot of uh, the, the the bounce back uh, theory for the Yankees. The Yankees have been pretty good, uh, and it's sort of a well, it's sort of a common angle. Oh, they can't lose two in a row, or kind of a well, chase a little bit. Oh, sure they can. That, I understand. That, They're only playing one tonight, so yeah. And, and you know, the fact is, every team goes through offensive slumps, and they're kind of in one right now. Yankees have not been crushing the ball lately. That said, Quintana was outstanding last night, and he's the number one trade piece on the Pirates now. Uh, he's going he's gonna to be gone. Somebody with Quintana having the type of year he's having, not that he's been an all-star, but he's been good. And you know there's a contender out there who would love to latch on to a lefty veteran for the stretch run. And I think Quintana's going to get the Pirates... Uh, Maybe a couple of decent prospects in return. He's the most tradable guy in that roster. And why not with Pittsburgh? I mean, Pittsburgh is building up, and we're seeing yeah. some of those prospects right now. It would uh, it would fit right in with their plan. I mean, Quintana, this is the second go-around for him that he's sort of an important piece out there. The Cubs picked him up uh, before the trade deadline. I mean, what, four years ago? Yeah. Five years ago, whatever it was, uh, right before their uh, drive, when they used to be. A contender. So here he is again, and with every quality start, that just drives the price up for him. And he was outstanding uh, last night uh, in PNC. He's had a very good season 
uh, to this point. The Mets, how about this one last night? This is unusual. But, again, pay attention to Dave's commentary because we talked about the hot bats. We talked about Scherzer coming back. Scherzer was phenomenal uh, last night on a pitch count. But you did mention about the Mets versus left-handed pitchers. And that lefty last night for Cincinnati, the Mets didn't touch him. He's pretty good. Lodolo's, uh, I don't think he's a number one starter, but he's a guy who's, to me, is going to be a, a rotation fixture down the road. He, he's, you know, typical of young pitchers. He's got command issues at times. But his stuff's pretty good, and he hides the ball nicely. So he's, he's a little bit deceptive. He's got kind of a funky delivery. Uh, I like him. I, I think he's a, a piece that's going to be a, a positive for Cincinnati uh, moving forward. Tonight, uh, Peterson is 167-10 over Ashcraft. Peterson's been very good this season. He has. Um, Cincinnati with Ashcraft, uh, first start, four starts have been tough. The last three to four have been rough. I mean, yep. I, 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 the, the Mets minus the run line here on the road is tempting for me. It is. Peterson's pitching well. Um, the Reds have been pretty good against lefties at home, though, offensively. So maybe they can do some damage. Ashcraft is he's a pitch-to-contact guy. He doesn't get a lot of strikeouts. And if he's not locating, he can get lit up. And that certainly happened last time out. Mets might be able to do that to him tonight. All right. Uh, looking at the uh, the Mets uh, run line on the Bet River site right now to get it to exactly updated. Oh, come on. Where is it? All right, here it is. Uh, minus 107. So, and uh, I'm telling you, 4th of July weekend, they – you know, they flirted with it a little bit. But, again, when you have the – you're the away team and it gets to extra innings, that run line is always in play. Oh. Uh, Miami hit it. And they, they almost hit it again on 4th of July. But then the Nationals got a run in the bottom of the 10th. Um, who else was it that hit it? I, I, I forget. But there was a, there was a few of them uh, that uh, got on the road and won that run line over the 4th of July weekend. Boston and first-time starter Brand Bello. <laughs> Uh, for the Red Sox, 129-9.5 against Tampa Bay and Kluber. Kluber's been mostly good, but the last start at Toronto was not so good. Uh, First-time starter here at Fenway. Bellows, uh, the best pitching prospect in their organization. Uh, he's, he's legit. This kid's got really good stuff. His command can be sketchy at times. So we'll see if the nerves play a role tonight. You know, it's going to be a big house at Fenway. But he has looked great at AA and AAA. If he can throw strikes, he'll get outs. He's, he's going to be a good one. Uh, I, there's not much doubt in the minds of the Red Sox uh, organization that this guy is going to be a starting pitcher for them moving forward. And uh, He's done well enough to get called up and get a chance here. Tampa Bay has hit the ball well lately, except for Monday when they get completely shut down. Uh, but they're facing a guy they've never seen. So it's kind of on bellow here. I, I have a tendency to avoid these games because I don't know I don't know whether he's going to be nervous or who knows, first start. Uh, so to me, it's a stay-away game. But I am anxious to see how he does tonight against Major League Pitching. And uh, he could be a big factor for the Red Sox even this season. Tampa Bay having a solid uh, road trip uh, as well. So 4-1 and one their last five uh, at Toronto uh, in Boston. Uh, and the other one I was trying to think of, uh, you know, where the Cubbies were throwing the ball all around in the 10th inning and allowed Boston to score two in the top yeah. of the end to score uh, to cover that run line on the road in Fenway. I'm sorry, in uh, Wrigley. Here's a game you wanted to talk about. Texas and Otto, no relation, 110 and 9.5 both ways. Baltimore and Watkins. Uh, the the Baltimore has won three of five. Uh, the two losses, they had leads in the ninth inning. 
uh, at Target Field in Minnesota. Two, uh, two of their, la- their last two wins, even though they had chances to close it out, but they like to make it dramatic. They were down to their last out, both last night uh, and the night before. Uh, basically a pick em here at Camden Yards. If Glenn Otto was pitching better, would you, would you uh, say that he was a relation? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's what I thought. Uh, he has not been good. And Watkins was good last time out, but he has generally not been good. So you've got two pitchers here. Neither one gets a lot of strikeouts. Both have control issues, particularly Otto. Uh, they both have double-digit barrel rates. They both have in excess of 40% hard hit rates. I, that's the type of matchup where unless the offenses are bad, I'm going to take the over. And the offenses are okay here. Uh, they're not spectacular in terms of overall numbers, but they're both a little above, a little above average in the categories that fit tonight. So, to me, it's a fairly easy decision. I don't say it's going to be an easy result, but this is the type of game where I will almost always play the first five over, and that's what I did tonight. It's the only game I bet tonight, uh, but I, I think it's a good bet. Rangers and Orioles, first five over. All right. Uh, I'm, I'll tell you what, I'm tempted to just ride my Orioles and just uh, it, it, you know, maybe, maybe it's getting to that point, though, when it's sort of a pick em game, but... Uh, uh, and, and my goodness, say, you know, the two out three run homer to Seager to straightaway center field. I'm like, come on now. And uh, but, you know, that's what uh, that's what you get when Rignetto door. I mean, and you love when they pat the glove and they just take their time. But finally cost him a base runner. Yeah, because because he 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 gets rid of the ball. He, he The guy is out. But that extended or kind of started the rally to the inning. And extended the inning, and boom, Seager made him play. Uh, what? How's that work sometimes? I mentioned D.D. Gregorius. He hit a double right in the middle of a seven-run uh, uh, inning for the Phillies. Odor comes back with the two-out solo shot right. to tie it up and send it into extra innings. Shohei Otani, you know what? Oh. I left them out of those uh, struggling teams that are favored because he does he does not qualify, and then he's he's an outlier to everything. He, he sure uh, is. Scoreless streak of innings, twenty one and two thirds. He has given up zero runs in his last three starts. One seventy five and seven at Miami. Rogers was so good last year in twenty twenty one. He has struggled pretty much all season long. The, the Fish have won six in a row. Otani has won his last four starts. Again, Angels 175-7. and seven. This is I don't know if I've ever seen this. The Angels' last seven days, weighted runs created plus is 12. <laughs> Average is 100. This is 12. Uh, they, don't hit, they don't hit lefties on the road. Over the last month, last 30 days, against lefties on the road, a 35 weighted runs created plus. It was okay early in the season, but boy, those numbers have tumbled. So I can't play the Angels, even against Rodgers. On the flip side, there's not a chance I'm going against Otani. I mean, the guy is just, he's just amazing. Uh, And I think the Angels, they're an unfocused baseball team. We saw it again last night, by the way. Uh, It ended up getting called an error on Ward in right field. I mean, Trout's calling him off. Is Ward not paying attention? The game before that, over the weekend, Ward gets picked off first base when he's he's not paying attention to what's going on, and they throw the ball behind him after a single. I mean, wake up. There's no excuse for that stuff. This is an unfocused team, but when Otani's on the mound, it's a different story. 
That's when they come to play. So, the way the Angels are swinging the bats, even against Rodgers, I, I can't play them. I guess I'd look at the under here uh, for the first five and hope that Rodgers can throw the ball over the plate. And if he can, that might be enough to get you to the winner's circle. Not too worried about Otani. All right, Atlanta in freed against St. Louis and Miklos. Uh, two pitchers have been very good this year. Teams going in opposite directions. Uh, yeah. Atlanta, 25-7 and seven in June slash July. St. Louis has lost five of six. They've yep. lost 12 of their last 19. Freed, 182. 182 and eight and a half over a very good pitcher, Miklos. Yeah, they, they priced me out on the game. I mean, if this was in the 150 range, I'd, I'd go ahead and pull the trigger on the Braves, but it's just too steep. Cardinals are capable. They're not playing well right now. They're not hitting a lot. Uh, and Freed is, he's as good as any lefty in baseball. Uh, just an outstanding pitcher. So, Michaelis has been solid for St. Louis. But Freed owns the pitching edge. The Braves own the offensive edge. It's a game they should win. Last three, any opinion? Houston, Javier, who was so good in Yankee Stadium last time, 286-8 and eight against Kansas City and Keller. Another comeback win for the Astros against Kansas City. San Francisco and Cobb, the struggling Giants, as we talked yeah. about, 127-8.5 against Arizona and Kelly. And the Dodgers in white, a whopping 345-9.5 and nine and a half against uh, former Detroit Tiger Urania in the Colorado Rockies. Yeah, well, forget the two big favorites. Um, the Giants, Diamondbacks game, and the Giants are reeling right now. I think Cobb has an edge over Kelly on the mound, but it's offset by the team stuff, which actually favors Arizona right now because they're playing good ball. The Gi- well, not good ball, but they're, they're coming off a good win. Mm-hmm. And the Giants, it's going bad right now. I don't want to play on teams that have lost six in a row. I basically will never do that. Um, you know, don't want to step in front of a train, even if it's go- that's going in the wrong direction. So... That's one of those conflict games where I think I've got the better pitcher with Cobb, but I don't, I don't want any part of San Francisco, so I stay out of that one. Well, that is one of my picks uh, tonight because ah. I'm, ride, I'm riding the dog at home. And uh, Kelly showed me a little sign uh, last time out, and it's just the, it's just the, the bats that have really been just lame uh, for San Francisco. I mean, they're just not producing uh, a whole lot. And so I'll take the plus money. You can see just the body language alone. It seems like Arizona cares uh, a little bit more if uh, that means anything. So I do they're, like they're Arizona. A scrappy team. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, they, they, were, they were scrappy, and then it finally caught up with them, winning all the one-run games because of their lack of town. Now here they kind of kind of getting back into form a little bit. But I guess uh, an old term, uh, Dave, you're familiar with, an honest team? You know they're going to give you? Yeah. You know they're yeah. going to play hard for you, you know, every there's, night? There, yeah, there's teams that you look at and you just wonder if they're kind of going through the motions. And I think the Angels kind of fall into that category right now. But the Diamondbacks scratch and claw every game. They, they, there's no quitting the team. They've come back on a number of occasions in games this year, and they did it again last night. They're not good by any means, but I think they're probably outperforming their roster this season. I think Lavola's done a good job with the team. Uh, whether it, they can maintain that the whole year, I don't know. Because, uh, again, the roster's not very good. But they're fighting right now, and I don't disagree with your pick. So i got Arizona, and I'll take the Mets of minus one and a half, minus 107. Dave has Texas, Baltimore, first five over. First yep. five over, and let me get uh, that one uh, as we speak. But um, Over five, small okay. favorite. Okay. Okay, so uh, over five in the first five for a day. 
Uh, anything else, Dave, on this uh, busy Tuesday? Car? A lot of, lot of uh, Wednesday car, rather. A lot of day games, um, including the struggling Padres, who are one of those teams wow. that falls into the category where they do. You know, they're they're favored again, big favored, and you know they're struggling. They can't hit, right? I mean, last night again, I think they were one for ten or something like that with runners in scoring position. Their lineup is just not producing at all right now, and boy, talk about. I'm looking forward to the All Star break. They might be looking forward to it even more. <laughs> Tatis is still, you know, Tatis is still a good, good ways away from returning. Uh, I think they're going to have to put him in center field when they come back because Grisham has been a, a train wreck this season. He's not hitting, and I know the guys want a Gold Glove, but he sure isn't going to get one this year. He's been actually a pretty lousy center fielder. So I think, uh, I think center field is is the position for Tatis when he comes back. But the problem is he's not going to be back for a while, and that club's just faltering right now. It's, Jul- it, it, it looks like the Dodgers are going to just run away with that division. July is a holiday season in the sports broadcasting uh, industry, so traveling day for me next Wednesday. So we'll do next Monday and Tuesday uh, as we uh, break down the MLB schedules for those uh, those two days next week. Both Dave and I uh, going the same way uh, to yep. uh, Del Mar, California, where the surf meets the turf. Looking forward to it. Sports Better's Paradise. Again, uh, subscribe or tell your friends to subscribe to the Bet Rivers Network YouTube channel and uh, check us out uh, each and every uh, day. Set the alert so you know when we drop it uh, early afternoon, East Coast time. For Dave Koch and I'm Jimmy Ott, part of the Bet Rivers Podcast Network.